All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, when we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey y'all, welcome back. Welcome back, boo-boos. Boo-boo, baby. How's it going? It's going good. How are you? I'm good. Okay, how was your weekend? Full of work, 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 work. You see me, Abby. <laughs> you see me, Doobie. That's I was working on Friday. Yeah, it is. Forever will be. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working on Friday. Event on Friday. Event on Saturday. Sunday was hot as hell. Went to the beach. Mm-hmm. That was my weekend. How and was Monday, you had a three-day weekend. Oh, today, I didn't do shit. Relaxed. Nice. You deserve. Mm-hmm. How was your weekend? Um, Pretty basic. I just went to work on Saturday. Sunday, I chilled. Sunday, yeah. Sunday went by fast. This went whole weekend quick. went by fast. And honestly, I had a, a four-day you took off on Friday? But Friday I was running this rip it, ripping and running. Yeah. So that didn't count. Yeah. It goes by so fast. And this it is does. why I don't need to work a conventional gig. Because then the weekends won't just feel like the weekends. Right. I'll just be like, bitch, I'm doing shit on any day. So Perk. here we are. New week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with me. Welcome. What's up? Um, so Ply's got a new set of teeth. Did you see it? Did it the new set of teeth? 
Because you yeah. know those are veneers. Those yeah, aren't yeah, his yeah. teeth straight up from underneath. Oh, hell no. Yeah, Come he on. He would have had the cradle cap. The little. <laughs> no, the little <laughs> it would have been looking like hmm, sickening. Not the cradle cap. It would have been looking crazy. He okay. got a new set of teeth. He's been wearing those gold ones since. Um, but if I suck on that pussy, that'll oh get my you God. wet. No, Whoa. Shawty. That'll get you wet. Remember that song? You ain't got to be a man. No. Man, girl. No, a, no. You don't remember? I do, but that's not the word. I'm like, you, even, even though, though I'm not your man, man, you're not my girl. I'm going to call you my shawty. Cause I can't stand to see you treated round. I beat his ass for my shawty. And I ain't doing nothing that he ain't supposed to do. Cause you're my shawty. Whoa. <laughs> Baby girl, I know you be home. Hit me on the ringtone. Oh, oh, I bet oh. that was one of my um sidekick ringtones. Cause you know, we used to have the my full yeah. songs when we had them sidekicks. One yeah. time I made a walk it out my aim thing. So Every time saying, you get, I walk it, I walk it, I walk it out, I walk it out. <laughs> I had um with boys that from ball the hood. just lighting up. Yeah, the boys from the hood, the NWA. That was for all my niggas. Really, my niggas meant my bitches, my besties. Oh, mm-hmm. it was. I only had that for four people because the boys in the hood are always hard. Come talking that trash. I, I miss love a sidekick. That, that was the best phone. Yeah, it was. It just, was the. It was the the black and gray one. The black and gray. Yeah, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know there's different ones. I know, I know, but the black the and gray was the one. That, that was, was the one that hit the map. That's the one that put T-Mobile on the map. Hey, hey, hey. Ooh, and the razor. The, the pink razor. Hot pink. Hot razor. pink. They had a red razor, a silver yeah. razor. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, where are we talking? Oh, plies. Mm-hmm. He took. He buried those gold ones. He has a new set, and I must say, he's looking like some work. They put him in nicely. They, they install. They, they install. install. They got they him install. together. He looks handsome. Ye is probably like, okay, I got me a fine black man yeah. now. But she was down in the struggle with him. We know that he's dating Angela Ye. If y'all didn't know that, that's T. Yeah, they. He's might. been dating Angela Ye for, for a while, a while now. now. Yeah, I, at least a couple years. And she'd be like, my boyfriend. I'm like, plies? Just say plies. Me and plies. You know, she, but she probably wants to keep it that way. Because I don't, I don't think if you don't know, you don't know. How did we know? Like, something happened to where we found out. No, I looked at his followers. I'm like, he's only following no, no, three but people. something happened. Oh, that's what happened. They had said somebody, either Charlemagne or DJ Envy, had said something on the Breakfast Club, like a little sneak out. Yeah. And then we went on his Instagram and saw that he was only following her. So that confirmed it. Yeah. Rihanna, her and his like management company or some shit. Okay. I'm going to need you to unfollow Rihanna. I'm like, right. I'm the only bad. You're only following me. (laughs) You're only following three people. Just follow me and your manager. Yeah. So that's boring though. What a boring feed. I like it like that. Three people though. Come on. Be bored. Oh God. Be the fuck boy. So yeah, he's looking scrumptious. He's looking good. He's looking good. That new grill. So Lil Wayne, I wonder what his set, what his teeth looking like under there. Is he about to do it too? He needs to. He's too old. People are like, this show supplies um evolution of a man. He's not the same person he was when he came into the game. I'm like, okay, guys, you made it. So Everything deep. is made so deep. Maybe he's just over the golds, the gold frontals. Maybe he's over it. I mean, he looks good. He does. He looks like a new man because those golds had him looking a little dirty. It gave a country look. It gave a Anytime ghetto Anytime you ghetto. have a full set, like full, sl- fully slugged up. Yeah. Now, I like a little bit of something. A little flair, but mostly white. Because what's his name? <laughs> a little flair and mostly white. What's that man named from uh, Midnight? Ooh. Midnight? 
He played in the movie Midnight. Oh, What's yeah. his name? Um, um, Trayvon. 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 What's Trayvon, his name? Trayvon. 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 No, that don't sound. T. Trayvante. Daddy. Yes. <laughs> Zaddy. That man. He he, he, has, he, a, he has a top slug out. Well, slug out, but he doesn't the wear whole it regularly. Top? Oh, okay. Yeah. Big Sean. Mm. I mean, once you, as long it's as they can be removed. In and out, yeah. In and out. In and out. Pending and out. location and, and what's out. going on. Event. I want to see white, mainly white. I want your team underneath to be the, exactly have yeah. your have the foundation ready. So if you have to take them out, then you are still looking like Bay. Yeah, the goal should be a flare, flare, a little flare, not the. I want some. I want some something. <clears throat> yeah, a little something. A little, a little, a little accent, hint, a yeah. little something. Yeah, um, when the time is right. Yeah, when the time is right. Yeah, but that. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Major <laughs> monkey talk. What is that? Mayonnaise in your salad. No, it was pussy talking English. <laughs> it was talking. English, Spanish, and French. Yeah, yeah, so anyway, um, that was out on that. Are you planning on getting, I know this is a little bit of different tea, but are you planning on getting um, the Savage V-Day set? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting on the words to come out. I'm like, what are you talking about? You don't want um, the, um, heart, the little candy cane heart? Candy-coated, candy yeah. heart, you're not my only valentine. No, I'm That's not. Rihanna. Oh, because she looked really cute she with the red boot. She looked great in it. The latex red boot. She looked great in Imagine it. Imagine walking into the bedroom with that on with the red boot. There's no, a lot of elements they got. Number one, I don't have enough shoes to be just buying a red patent leather boot. <laughs> if my if I'm buying a boot, it needs to be able to be worn outdoors. So that could be worn with a jean and a band. I'm not a bl- a black a red rippity blood red boot like that. No, I'm not doing that. I need something versatile, something that I can really flip and tumble. You know, that's a real staple. I wear I would wear a red boot. A red, but not like. Come on, you know what we're dealing with. You're going out to get a red no, boot I'm right now. I'm going out to get it, but if I had it, then I would. Of course, hat is different, but she looked amazing. Every time something hits my inbox from Fenty and Rih- Rihanna, or I was about to call her Rihanna. It's been hitting my inbox too. Rihanna has something on. I'm like, hmm, I can see myself in. Yeah. But that number, I said, no, I'll be on my period on Valentine's Day. So me too. No number needed there. <laughs> no number needed. I'm uh, like, tamp. Mm, yeah, tamp on. Super mouth tamp. open. Super. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> that mouth be going to work. It was a joke. Can't provide anything else. <laughs> Here's your treat. Yeah. So Fuck, no. I um. That. I know. No. I hate that being all I have to offer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but even the offerings. This month's offerings. <laughs> this month's offerings are as follows. So yeah, so, she looks great. She I does. really want to know where your package from Christmas is. Hmm. Hopefully it ain't, but if it's coming USPS, they said that they're six, six weeks, weeks behind. I know, I told you that. Oh, you told me that? I told <laughs> yeah. somebody else told me I told that. You. Well, you'll be ready when oh, the time comes. Oh, I was supposed comes. to tell somebody else that. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So we'll see. We'll yeah, see. yeah, yeah, she yeah. She looks great. She looked amazing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, yeah, I guess that's all the tea for this week. That's Let's it. move on. Um, Ladies, you're in trouble. Get them. Get them. Every week, <laughs> every week we come on here and we stress the importance of leaving a rating and a review. Two seconds of your time to just help our show grow by giving us some digital flowers. And I've been let down because you all have not been showing up. You sound very disappointed. You have She's not very been disappointed. You have not been showing up. And that saddens us because what if we decided that we're just not going to show up? This is the guilt trip. This is the get in. If we decided that we weren't going to show up, there wouldn't be an episode. 
And Homegirl DJ has been carrying the ratings and the reviews. On her back. On her back. Right. Showing up week in and week out. Mm-hmm. So, come on. If you love what you hear, 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 and you love the show, and you love us, please take a few minutes out of your time to leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Shout out to the mommy who listens on Spotify, who came over on our and Instagram. Yes, and, and gave the flowers. Yes. And that's how you do it. That's how you do what needs to be done. And that's how you let the beat build, bitch. Period, okay? So, yeah, that's that on that. Are you going to say what Homegirl DJ wrote? Oh, yeah. Homegirl (laughs) DJ said, um, it's the ads for me. Get y'all coin. And thank you. And that's what's going to continue to happen this year. I told y'all we're getting to the bag. Skip over the goddamn shit, but they're going to be there. They'll be there. They'll be there, okay? I mean, there's some good products, too, so. Check them out. Check them out. But but the ads are here. Get comfy with them because the ads are here to stay. Yes. So, Patreon. Patreon. Patreon is where you all can support us monetarily. monetarily. Yeah, keep the lights on here. Um, So, over on Patreon, we do a lot of bonus content. It's an exclusive membership community. This week on Patreon, we will be doing our mid-month check-in. Yes, we will be. And we are also going to be launching a new tier on Patreon. So, sit tight for that tea. Hold on to your titties. Um, we did journal prompts last week mm-hmm. on setting our intentions for the new year. And yeah, so join us over there. That information is down in the show notes. Let me shout out our new patrons who we love and appreciate. We have Tony. Hey, Tony. And we have Tila. Hey, Tila. Thank y'all for joining us over there. Welcome to the game. Thank y'all. We appreciate you so much. Yes. Okay, so last week. Tears are flowing from my eyes. Yes. <laughs> All right, so last week's episode... Wow, I can't believe we're a few short. Well, not a few short, but we're creeping up on 200 episodes. We are. We're creeping up. So episode 173. And we have we have 1,497 ratings and reviews. It would be nice to see that go up to 15. 15. Okay, stop fucking around with us. So episode 173, Wellness in Color, part four, was about gut health and mental wellness with our girl, um, Ariel Simone. So we chatted all about nutrition we talked about creating a harmonious lifestyle between our lifestyle between our food and just living holistically (laughs) and um, we talked about why it's so important to have great gut health we talked about intuitive eating and setting intentions with our food and we discussed what our cravings mean so it was pretty good pretty good conversation Mm -hmm. if you ask me it was very informative Mm -hmm. um Definitely shopping, thinking, moving um, for better gut health. Yes. Yes. Uh, and, and you, you guys, should be too. You girls have been loving the Wellness in Color series. We're they glad. loved it. We're glad that you love that series. Um, we've reached the end of the road with that series. Mm-hmm. And we're moving on to our new series, which is going to be Relationship Goals. You guys love this. So you all always love when we talk about relationships Mm -hmm. so we were like we need to run it back especially at the top of the year making sure we're intentional about the relationships that we're entering maybe even having an exit and that goes beyond romantic we're talking about platonic co-workers family all of them all of them encompassing yes so we're gonna start off our relationship goal series talking about codependency today Mm. 
so what is codependency so the term <laughs> the term codependency originally referred to the partners of people with substance use disorder but it has since branched out to include a variety of relationship dynamics so it's not only um if you're in relationship with someone who has a drug abuse or substance abuse problem it applies to the relationships i just listed mm-hmm. romantic platonic co-worker boss family friends all sorts of relationships yeah codependency basically is defined as any relationship in which two people become so invested in each other that they can't function independently anymore scary toxic it's getting scary toxic it's a pattern of behavior in which you find yourself dependent on approval from someone else for your self-worth and identity like i need you to survive but not in a good way what was that song i need you to survive is this gospel maybe it's it is talking about the lord i need you lord yeah that sounds, <laughs> that sounds i'm dependent on him that's the only person i want to be dependent on no no but this is when you find yourself dependent on approval from someone else like yeah. to make you feel good like i identify as this person's wife this person's girlfriend this person's caregiver yeah this person's whatever your, like, your mood could be dicta- dictated by them thing you know you respond only by them yeah codependency is also characterized by a person belonging to a dysfunctional one-sided relationship where one person relies on the other for meeting nearly all of their emotional and self-esteem needs um and like we said earlier it also describes a relationship that enables another person to maintain their irresponsible addictive or underachieving behaviors yeah so essentially you could think about this as the support is so extreme that it becomes unhealthy yeah. Like I want to be here for you. I want to I want to fix all your problems. I want to be the solution to everything that's going on and then you get lost in yourself. I mean lost in yourself. You get lost, lost in, in the them. shit. Right, know? because we know that there's some elements of like support, emotional yeah, support, um some sort of identity and um whatever in healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. But we're not talking about that. No, no, no. Because there's like a lot of articles about like how codependency needs to be deaded. Like stop talking about it because relationships, we should be seeking support and emotional stability in relationships. Yeah. But we know that the shit can get toxic. Oh, for sure. And and you know what? We're ridding ourselves of those type of dynamics because it's easy. It's easy to get into it. It's easy to get into, especially when you're in these LTRs that are unhealthy and Ugh. not good for you anymore. There's a big, there's a big key element of codependency there. That's when the light bulb went off with me. I started um, once I got out of my LTR, mm-hmm. a long-term relationship, long-term relationship, um, which took a while to happen. Yeah, honestly, truly. Yeah. Um, I was like, you know. I feel like there's something, well, what I thought was like a gravitational pull of we belong together. We can't do yeah, this without each other. other. Yeah, because you need me, I need you. But that was codependency. Yeah. And I'm like, no, motherfucker. Uh-uh. Ridding self, breaking self of chains. And I read the book, Codependent No More by, uh, what's her name? Melody Beatty. Mm-hmm. And it was a really good book. Like she's the book was mainly centered around like dealing with someone who has addiction problems, but there was some of the other piece, the relational piece. Mm. And I really identified with it. And even when I was reading my pattern, yeah, it says that I definitely have codependency tendencies based on my chart. 
So I'm like, uh-uh. awareness is the first step. Bitch can't be codependent. Period. Poo. Uh-uh. We're breaking every chain. Come on. But you were aware. You did some. You that, did the work. That was the first. You're doing the work. <laughs> yeah. You're doing the work. That was the first step. Exiting that brought it to my awareness that you know what you have some codependency issues. Yeah. Queen. So proud of you. Takes 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 a brave strong woman. I'm a survivor. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at you guys every time. Every time that happens, what? think about Whitney. Whitney, that's what I'm a survivor. Oh God! So, what? anyway, stop it. Aussie Air wants you to start off 2021 by embracing and understanding your unique hair type. To help do so, Aussie has just launched new moisture-packed products to help meet the unique hair needs for all hair care types and textures. Whether you have straight locks, soft waves, twirls and curls, or popping coils, Aussie now has tailored options for any hair care routine. I have a super simple hair care routine. I typically just wash, moisturize, and retwist. My favorite products are from the new Miracle Coils collection, four quality products with nourishing formulas that provide moisture and protect my hair. I also hear that um, this has been keeping Britney's coils defined throughout the day. The Miracle Coils shampoo has been my favorite, my saving grace. My hair has been super dry lately. I don't know why, but this shampoo, chef's kiss, and it smells amazing. Aussie products are also PETA certified, cruelty-free, so they love all types of hair and animals. Learn more by following Aussie on Instagram at Aussie Hair USA. Again, that's at Aussie Hair USA. Plus, they're easy to find and affordable. Wherever you shop, you can find Aussie products starting at $2.99. Codependent behaviors are typically rooted in childhood. If our mother or fathers had a problem with boundaries or could never say no to people and had unhealthy ways to communicate, likely we learned those behaviors and then brought them into our intimate relationships. <sighs> You Every know? time they start saying childhood, childhood, I'll be trying to scan my brain like, well, now what happened in my childhood? Can I pinpoint what happened in the childhood? Is it something that happened? It's mm-hmm. not always related to the childhood, but it does. They also said that children who grow up with emotionally unavailable parents are also at risk for being codependent because a child in this situation learns to put their parents' needs first. Mm. So that can translate to an intimate relationship because you're so used to putting someone's needs before your own. It's like, it just trickles this is over. how I'm conditioned. Like, yeah. I need to because I want to get your approval of me of or me. the things that I'm doing. Exactly. It's really hard being an adult or being a human, like going through whatever you go through in your childhood or just being raised. I can see how that's a lot of, it's a lot of pressure to raise up these people, raise, raise people up children because we have our own issues i know i'm like i gotta feed you and i'm feeling down today i'm having negative self-talk yeah and i have to tend be a mother yeah so shout out to the mom shout out to y'all b a b stop it Brittany. stop remember that fantasia song i loved it anyway codependency can also occur in friendships between family members, between a boss and a subordinate or coworkers, any relationship in which one partner is dysfunctionally dependent on the other can be considered a codependent relationship. So friendships. Have you ever felt codependent in a friendship? Um, I don't know if I felt codependent, but I felt like I have dealt with someone who was codependent, like they were codependent or dependent upon me. Mm. And I'm like, bitch, this friendship is one sided. And it needs to end. And it did end. And I, I was 
I felt like it was a good ending because you know how some things end and you feel kind of like regretful or guilty or like, yeah. damn, I'm sad that ended. Mm-hmm. I never had those you feelings. Was, you were feeling like relieved. Like it needed to end. And I'm glad that it ended. Ooh, that could feel draining. Right. You felt like, oh, I'm going to take a bow, bitch. You felt like you were caring. <clears throat> or like that they were allowed, like they wanted you to lean too heavily on them to make them feel. Or like they were leaning too heavily on me. Okay. Yeah. 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 Understandable. How about you? Have you ever felt codependent in a friendship? Um, Not not codependent. I think I probably had some unhealthy attachment issues. Mm. I'll say that. And those that often gets confused with um, codependency. codependency. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't. I, I'm not gonna say I don't maybe think that's I know. what it was unhealthy attachment yeah maybe we'll call it that <laughs> yeah I think I've had a, a few instances where I become unhealthily attached and that could do with my attachment style right I think I'm so secure but really I'd be a little insecure and I I feel possessive we're gonna talk about that this series too our attachment styles mm-hmm. yeah but sometimes I feel like I, I almost try to possess people mm. my people who are close to me my friends my family and it can translate as a little unhealthy (laughs) (laughs) and I want to actually talk about that on the mid-month check-in because like we had this really intense ass fucking experience oh god I forgot Um, about that I buried it bring it up we're digging it up we'll talk about it on the we'll talk about it on patreon yeah on patreon but yeah I think sometimes that that kind of creates a feeling of what looks like codependency, but it's just unhealthy attachment. Okay, so let's talk about some symptoms of codependency because I'm sure the homegirls are probably like, am I codependent? Am I? Is Shit, it let she? Me figure this is out. she talking about she? So here are some ways that you can identify codependency. It doesn't have to be all of them. And um, exhibiting some of these behaviors doesn't necessarily mean you are, just a possibility. So to take that up with your yeah. therapist. So people pleasing. Um, so like we said earlier, it's normal to want to please some, like there's some ways that these behaviors are normal, yeah. right? But it's when it becomes unhealthy. So it's fine to want to please someone that you care about. But when you're codependent, you usually think that you don't have a choice. So having to say no causes you to be anxious or you might have a hard time saying no to anyone. You go out of your way to sacrifice your own needs to accommodate other people. It's when it becomes just crippling yeah. because you're trying to please people and make sure they're not disappointed in you, but you're not honoring yourself in the process. It's the lack of honor. Period. Poor boundaries. So this is especially where codependents get in trouble. If you're if you're dealing with this, then you might feel like you have blurry or weak boundaries. You feel responsible for other people's feelings and problems or you blame your own on someone else. Um, some codependents have rigid boundaries. They are closed off and withdrawn. It, this also makes it hard for people to get close to you. And sometimes people have to flip back and forth between having weak boundaries and having rigid ones. Or you 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 flip back and forth between having weak boundaries with certain things and like super rigid boundaries with other things. This is when I realized that I, this is one of the signs that I realized that I was having some codependency issues in my previous relationship because the boundaries when it came to that were weak as fuck. And mm-hmm. I felt bad for setting boundaries because I'm like, I can't be completely closed off because this person, like I'm this person's support need, system yeah. and bitch. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. 
But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the true accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey, Bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me... It's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must-listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, mm. And let's not forget, Black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR 
with the noir twist. <laughs> so what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in Spot Me and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. What? Yeah. It was unhealthy and it was like enabling mm-hmm. the yeah. other party yeah. to, continue to continue to do what the fuck they wanted to do. Exactly. In your life. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, another symptom of codependency may be reactivity. So... One of the consequences of having poor boundaries is that you react to everyone's thoughts and feelings. So if someone says something that you disagree with, you either believe it like, damn, maybe they are right. Or you become super defensive. You may absorb their words because you don't have any boundaries. If you had a boundary, you would realize that that's just their opinion. It's not a reflection of you. And you don't have to be threatened when there's a disagreement. It's just like, okay, we can agree to disagree Disagree and keep pushing. Period. I'm not losing any sleep over it. It's the lack of sleep being lost. So dysfunctional communication. This is another symptom. Codependents have trouble when it comes to communicating their thoughts, feelings, and needs. And of course, if you don't know what you think, you feel, or you need, then this becomes a problem in your life, beloved. Other times, you know, but you won't own up to the truth. So you might already feel something or know something, but you don't even want to just keep it to Virgil's and just say what it is. You're scared. You're, you're scared. You're afraid to tell, to be truthful because you don't want to upset anyone. Um, instead of saying, I don't like that, you might pretend that it's okay or tell someone what to do. Communication becomes dishonest and confusing when you try to manipulate other another person out of fear. Mm. 
Um, also, the dysfunctional communication. That's also learned behavior. All codependency is learned. That, but that makes it a good thing because you can unlearn, unlearn it. it. Yeah, paradigm yeah. shift. Period. Poo. Um, also, if you're um, obsessive, so codependents often have a tendency to spend their time thinking about other people or relationships, and this is caused by dependency and anxieties and fears. Um, so codependent individuals can also become obsessed when they think that they've made or might make a mistake like oh my god you, when we all make mistakes like mm -hmm. we're motherfucking human right but yeah. a sign of you being codependent might be when you're like on the far end of the spectrum tripping the fuck out like oh my god i made a mistake what am i supposed to do this person is gonna hate me i ruined it i blew it mm -hmm. um sometimes you can lapse into fantasy about how you like things to be or, or about someone you love as a way to avoid the pain of the present. Mm, mm -mm. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. <laughs> the real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code bravado at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. We're getting through this. We're getting through. Two okay? and through. Two and through. We're two, but we're working through. Yeah. So dependency. This is just a plan. De dependency, beloveds. <laughs> just dependency. Codependents need to feel like people need them. And this makes them feel okay about themselves. Yeah. Um, they're I think this is my grandma. This is for sure my grandma. She's extreme nurturer to a fault. And it just makes her like she feels like she has no life if she's not giving to other people. But it's like you're taking away from self to give. Period. I'm like, Graham, dial back. Yeah. Dial back in. So a codependent might feel afraid or like you might be being rejected or abandoned by other people. Even if you can function on your own, you'll still feel like someone. I need you to survive. I need period. What the fuck? <laughs> 
while others need to always be in a relationship because they feel depressed or lonely when they're by themselves for too long. So this trait also makes it hard for them to end a relationship because when the relationship is ending, even if it's painful or abusive, they just feel trapped. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like we got to be together regardless. The LTR. I've My sick LTR. I didn't feel codependent, but I was just like, damn. But maybe you were. <laughs> you don't, you know? Mm. I've heard. I did. Honestly, there was a point. There was a point in the relationship where I felt like, damn, I'm his lifeline. I'm his lifeline. And if I leave, then there'll be no one else. Right. And then like, I don't want him to. I mean, you know, there's just all these little thoughts that come into your head about what you don't want for the person. It's like the whole solution being the solution to the problem. It's like, I'm not even the fucking, I'm not even the problem. Why am I like trying to fix your problems? And the thing is, I'm not getting what I need in order to be your lifeline. Like I'm your lifeline, but you're not mine. I don't want to be anybody's lifeline. I don't want to be anybody's lifeline Be in your own goddamn boat. I'll be in my boat and we can hopefully just get to where we going at the same time. See you at Yacht Week. Period. I do, I do not want to be your lifeline, nigga. I don't want to be anybody's lifeline I don't want to be your lifeline, your life jacket. With codependency, there's an absence of autonomy. Mm-hmm. And I really need that to survive. So I don't want to be nobody's <laughs> lifeline. Like, don't need me to survive. Like, I want to be a nice piece of your life, a nice component. A nice additive. Yeah, but I don't want it to be like where you're non-functional if I am not fully present or you know like mm-hmm. be able to function please be able to motherfucking it's the function. lack of functioning i need you to be able to function because don't 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 depend on me <laughs> do not i am not the one to depend on you cannot account on me yeah not like that in but, an unhealthy you know, way yeah yeah i'm not here i want to be dependable but i don't want to be dependent on to carry yeah yeah i got you so um let's talk about how individuals can recover from codependency because that's what we care about recovering so the first step is to rebalance yourself so instead of focusing so much on what others need it's important for us to consider our own needs and make those a priority we're putting self at the motherfucking forefront because if i can't show up for myself then i am unable to show up for you the point so from an empty it, glass. and again it doesn't mean that You should never consider other people's needs or take care of them. It just means that your needs are as important as other people's needs. And that if you don't take care of yourself, you're going to end up depleted, resentful, and unfulfilled. Mm -hmm. You said it. Next step to recovery is knowing. And I don't want you singing Beyonce resentment. Did. Knowing what you need and getting comfortable asking for it. That's the difference there. It's getting comfortable asking. And that's a muscle that has to be flexed because we can know what we need all day, but we may be fearful to ask. Yeah, sometimes I don't be wanting to ask. I'll be and like, not be holding the gun up to your head saying, Germany, <laughs> ask for what you need. <laughs> what is the procedure when the gun, gun is to your, your head? head? I know. I don't know if I have. And then it's going to get deep. I'm like. Let's I don't think it. it's codependency. It's not codependency. I, I've said this before and it just keeps coming back around. I have. Um, every time I got to talk about my feelings. Um, what I think is that there's what I think is there is I always want people to be. To perceive you well. To perceive me well. Right. Unproblem- and, like you're unproblematic. unproblematic. Yeah. And. 
And in my ability to want to be perceived well and to seem unproblematic, sometimes I'm just like, okay. You just adapt and go with the flow because you want to be seen as easy. Yeah. And there's a part of me going, that is very easy. easy. I'm very easy going. But then I never want to create you contrast never be to that. Exactly. Going, I don't right. want to create contrast to that perception. Like, oh my God. Oh, why do I have to do? Why? Okay. There's shadow work that needs to be done. It's the shadow. Mm-hmm. What is that? Bring that bitch to the light. Ugh. That's what you need to do. I don't know what that grab is. Grab her by her neck. Or Hold you up. can grab her by her hand <laughs> her and hand. bring her to the light. I'm going to grab her by her hand. Grab her by her hand and bring her to the light. Yeah, because I, I, I do that. I do that. I'm like, oh, I don't want to. It's ask. about like learning how to communicate assertively. I know. That's about exercising my throat chakra, which is what I was working on last year. But I think I'm going to have to bring it into 2021. It's not a, a muscle that I'm completely comfortable flexing. You got to flex I'm it like, to get comfortable. I don't want to ask. 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 Yeah, you have to flex to get comfortable. And because all, you know what the thing that? is? Motherfuckers will ask you. And when it's time for them to assert themselves, they will assert themselves. And then you're sitting there not fully asserting yourself. Yeah. And it takes two to tango. I'm sure the person that you. Have you ever made a bitch with a bankroll? <laughs> <laughs> What? Just a bad bitch with a bankroll. Um, if the person is mature and healthy, I'm sure they will appreciate you being assertive because people can't read minds. Like they want you to communicate what you need. I'm gonna be so doing that, that this they year. can show up. I know I do. Like I want someone someone to communicate to me in a gentle, kind, um, but still assertive way, so that I know what I'm doing, so I can play my cards right. Yeah. Shout out to Keisha and Tupac did so yes we're asking for what we need we're getting comfortable with asking and just flexing the muscle if we're not comfortable so this is about learning to communicate assertively like Brittany said this means standing up for ourselves protecting ourselves from being mistreated and creating relationships where we give and receive and like you mentioned it's healthy um people will ask you for things and you also should feel comfortable asking them it's the tug the tug and the tug of war the push and pull I think part of this has to do with our conditioning because I know like we are kind of conditioned to what can you give in the relationship? What are you giving to make him feel like you are that bitch? But we need to be receiving as well. What are you giving me? Yeah. Shit. I I need to do some work I about why I don't feel comfortable asking people for things. Therapy. Uh yeah. I you don't have therapy. you don't have to be broken. No, I know. I know. Right. <laughs> um, so next step, we're reevaluating our boundaries. So a few helpful tips to help you establish some firmer boundaries are, one, listen with empathy, but stop there. If you're not directly a part of the problem, avoid offering a solution or trying to fix things. You don't have to always provide an answer. Sometimes, Just listen in here. Yeah, like I, I hear you. And I feel you. I feel you in. I've been there before. You're going to get through it. Done. Period. No <laughs> comma. Yeah. No semicolon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, learning how to say no and practicing refusing politely. Like, you can try saying, I'm sorry, but I'm not free at the moment. I'm sorry. I can't commit to that. I can't. I'm mean, sorry, I, I don't know, got I it. know sometimes I would feel bad. Um. Okay, I have an issue with, like, if I say I'm going to do something, like, I really want to be a woman of my word and, like, show up and show that, like, I'm dependable mm-hmm. and reliable. 
But sometimes shit happens where I can't. And then I'd be like, and it'll be a sad. real inconvenience. And, and I'll be like, damn, now You'll still do it. I'm not going to look reliable. I'll feel like I need to do it in order to be like reliable, dependable. But here lately, I'm like, you know what? I'm no it longer in a position where that works. So I have to say no, even though I originally said yes. Yeah, but I mean, you're pretty reliable and dependable. So if there's a few generally yeah, times where, you know, you have to say, I can't make it, y'all. I got to reschedule. Then it's fair. Fair game. Period. It's okay. But I know that's that inner something that needs to be some work has to be done around that. Right. Why you feel the way you feel. Another um, another tip to help you establish firmer boundaries can be to question yourself. Before you do something, ask yourself the following questions. Why am I doing this? Do I want to or do I feel like I have to? Will this drain any of my resources and will I still have energy to meet my own needs? It's the meeting my own needs for me. Period. Because yeah. we're we're keep we're putting ourselves first. Yes. Putting that woman first. <laughs> <laughs> last last thing you want to do um, to over help overcome codependency and this learned behavior is to treat yourself with some kindness. Codependent people tend to be really hard on themselves. They can be self-critical and unforgiving. So this behavior is not helpful. Instead, offer yourself acceptance, support, and gentleness the same way you would a homegirl. You are your first homegirl, your best homegirl. So you got to be a mirror to yourself, shouty. <laughs> be kind, be gentle. It's yeah. hard. It's hard for sure. It ain't easy, but it's necessary, and um, we know that by now. So we're just going to be making use of the tools that we're putting in our toolkit so that we can live our best lives mm -hmm. because if we don't, we won't. And that's the word, if we don't, we won't. If we don't, we won't because the days will just pass by, the years will pass by, and we'll be wondering why we're just not feeling the shit. Yeah. So we have to be proactive. Um Hopefully this information is helpful. Sometimes it may require something deeper like therapy. There's plenty of books to read on codependency if you want to learn more. If you feel like, okay, sometimes we just intro shit and then you got to go find yeah, a deeper you gotta do the Yeah, do your work. We just bring it to the forefront and then you see if it clicks. And, and then you then, take it to the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you do that. That's all we're doing here. We're not trying to diagnose anybody as being codependent. But no. if the shoe fits, then tie it up. And get to running. And get to running. Um, we haven't done this in a while, but pick up your pen. We're dropping a gym. So, when I was visiting a homegirl of mine out in D.C., she had these cool little... Um, so, let me just start this story off by saying that every day, I, ever since I started having skin issues, one of the things they said was use a different um, face towel every day because of the bacteria and all that shit. So, I went and got all of these microfiber towels. And they came in a big pack and I use a different one every day. Like I use the same one for the night and the day and then I use a different one. But when I went to visit my friend in D.C., she had these cool little um, face disposable face towels called Clean Skin Club. And honey, I love them. You can use them. Yours came already? No, I was using hers. Oh, I thought I was using hers those whole week, week I was there. Yeah. Mine haven't came yet, but I did order some. Yeah, mine should be here soon. Um... I love them. They're really good because, yes, bacteria does stay in the face towels and we have to wash our face every day. These are super cost efficient. You just use one and then you can toss it and you don't have to worry about transferring the bacteria all over your face. I think they're also compostable. They're compostable. Yes. Which is nice. Nice for the environment. Yes. Um, And really good. Like if you might have skin issues or if you just care. So, yeah. 
clean skin club get your face towels i got the extra large they come in different sizes but the extra large were like comparable to a face towel yeah and i think they also have a sale right now depending on when you listen to this 30 percent off for the pack of three that's the one i got it was like 27 bucks for three packs hmm, they weren't having that sale oh yeah and i used alicia's code oh good if you guys want to use a code and get 10 more percent off use code kind of zero there you go <laughs> this is not sponsored it's not sponsored kind of zero, zero. the number zero so try yeah. that out let us know how you love them tag us i see what we have been getting tagged in you ladies receiving your tracy's, tracy's dog. dog now that needs to be sponsored i haven't activated mine in i life. think i might want to activate mine tonight the last time i activated it it activated me well that's what it's for <laughs> get activated yeah get those coochie muscles activated period exercise mm-hmm so um, we hope you all enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please share it in your Instagram story. Share it with a friend. Share it on whatever social media platform you desire. Just share the shit. Mm-hmm. That's another necessary piece here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll be with we'll be back with you all, chatting with you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.